This podcast is an unedited excerpt from a live MCLE webcast. See the episode notes for details about the speakers and links to the program's full video and audio recording. Get access to everything MCLE offers for one low subscription fee with the MCLE Online Pass. Learn more at www.mcle.org slash online pass. Please note that MCLE's products, services, and communications are offered solely as an aid to developing and maintaining professional competence. The statements in this recording may not apply to your circumstances, and no legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice is being rendered by MCLE or by its speakers. For full terms and conditions, see MCLE's website. That being said, you know, kind of summarizing where we've been today when it comes to understanding business valuation, hopefully Jesse and I have given you some good substance um, of a logical approach, a top, uh, a bottom up approach, and what kind of goes in there. And this is just a summary of the pyramid with all the factors we've kind of discussed today. Um, in the last few minutes, um, I don't see um, some questions coming up. So we wanna cover two areas. Um, one is just some final thoughts on business appraisals. When you're dealing with small businesses, going back to kind of the first question that came up today, you know, hiring business valuation firms or people to do an appraisal. Uh, clients who are cheap and want a quick and dirty calculation versus the full rationale of the steps we had walked through today can have material implications of the final value. You know, when there's corners cut, um, steps masked, uh, missed, and it's literally in uh, garbage in, garbage out type analysis, there's really not much standing behind it. You know, if someone just gets three years of tax returns, they put into a program and spit out an appraisal, you know, without understanding all the quantitative and qualitative aspects, you, you can have a different result. So know how the appraisal is gonna be used. Um, also going back is, Jesse talked about personal goodwill versus business goodwill. And is the business really representing a job versus an asset? It's something you're gonna have to dissect. You know, maybe at the end of the day, you start out that you need an appraisal, but looking at the type of uh, business that you have, the key dependency on the owner, it turns out there really is no value and it's just a job at the end of the day. Um, looking at, um, reasonable compensation is always going to be a critical aspect. Um, and then also double dipping, not only when it comes to counting income stream, but Jesse pointed out that if there's discounts involved, are you double counting discounts in the company specific risk factors and also in marketability? So those are a few conundrums. And Finally, in the last few minutes here, we're just gonna try and give some tips and identify some critiquing aspects. You know, going back to adding to your library, um, 
the USPAP standard number three provides an overview of steps that an expert might go through or have to follow when critiquing a report. And the NACVA also has review standards that you should be aware of. Um, just touching on a few final points here, situations where you're gonna have conflicting opinions. You know, actual sales, as we pointed out in your purpose, may have targeted transactions that have could have drastically different um, outcomes than hypothetical, divorce, shareholder disputes, um, gift in estate. Um, you know, looking at past transactions um, may not be the same as a fair market value appraisal. Or if, you know, certain instances come up where is there reliance because someone made an offer to purchase? Well, how much due diligence went into that offer to purchase the business? How far along and why did it break down? Um, when you plan an engagement, again, identifying at the beginning factors that can eliminate controversy. Um, if you're in a litigation matter, is there any agreement on standard of value? Is there any agreement on data value? Understanding personal goodwill um, versus enterprise goodwill. When it comes to that standard of value again, um, what's the purpose? What is the documentation that might support it? Again, Jesse talked about looking at agreements and did it talk about valuing an entire company or a shareholder's interest in that company? Is there documentation that can be supportive versus um, opinionated, I guess, in a way? Uh, agreements, draft agreements versus signed agreements, operating agreements, amendments to operating agreements, um, trying to understand are there signed agreements in place that can be authoritative and directive of how an appraisal uh, would get done. Um, we, I think we already spent a lot of time talking about the importance of data valuation and also in level of value. Um, and I, the final um, aspect that I would bring into this is, you know, looking at comparing differences between appraisers on adjustments. So these are just some aspects quickly of how to, where you can critique and aspects of where there can be uh, agreement to prevent disagreements down the road. Um, with that, um, I don't see any more questions on the board. Jesse, do you have any concluding remarks you'd like to add at this time? Jesse, you're muted, by the way. Well, I was just gonna say, I think we've just about covered it all at this point. So um, first of all, I'd like to thank everyone for attending today's webinar. Um, and I hope you enjoyed our presentation on understanding business valuation. I hope you have a great rest of your day. All right, thanks everybody. All right.